Welcome to the Dental Business Podcast with your host and owner of multiple businesses, a mentor, investor, and dental surgeon, Brad Thornton. Hi guys, so it's Brad Thornton here. Talking about video consultations today. So this is something which I've started doing a bit more of recently. Well, I say a bit more of. I weren't doing them at all before coronavirus. But, you know, it, the coronavirus, it's, it's made us pivot a little bit. And it's sort of helped us embrace the use of technology to enable us to have some consultations, um, engage with some of the sort of prospective patients and, and do things over video call. I mean, we're using Zoom. There's a few other different ways in which you can do it. But uh, Zoom seems to be working quite well. And I just want to throw down some ideas or at least some, some thoughts of my experience so far. I mean, the one thing I've noticed is that actually the leap from the marketing to a video consult seems to be a lot smaller. We seem to be getting a lot more response to the marketing. We seem to be getting more people booked in for the video consultations. You know, all the spaces that we're putting available during the in the week are, are getting filled up reasonably quickly, actually. Um, so it's that difficult decision. Do we open up more space? Because... You, you know, you don't know. There's there's an element of uncertainty there when, um, when it comes to the time that the video calls on whether that person's gonna come sign in and and sort of log on at the time that they're supposed to, because there's no deposit taken. It's a, a non-deposit uh, type of consultation. Now, what I have found is that once we get the inquiry in and we get the the booking, which is all automated using Acuity. Uh, if that's the way you spell it, uh, that's the way you say it. Um, so it's using a piece of software that is that is linked to the marketing that automatically books people in uh, sort of into the time slots that we set within the week. Um, as quickly as you can, once that comes through, it's actually to to send a confirmation. I mean, they're going to get an email from the software, but what what we do is we use WhatsApp Business and. WhatsApp business is a really useful tool for us to use because, I mean, the main thing that I did it for at first was that it isn't tied to a mobile phone number. It's tied to our practice landline. So you can WhatsApp patients as Ivory Dental, and if they look at the number, it, it is not, it's not your mobile. It's the, um, the practice landline number instead, which I think is a really good way of communicating with patients in a sort of professional way without them having access to your uh, sort of specific mobile, whether it's your mobile or, uh, you know, a member of staff's mobile or even a practice mobile. I think having the practice landline as the, as the number is, is, is an advantage. But WhatsApp for business has got a whole other host of, of uh, benefits, which, you know, have a look at it, see what you think, but I'd recommend having a look at it. And uh, what, so what we're doing is when these are coming through, we're sending WhatsApp for business message a confirmation. Um, I know Jazz Guild, he sends a little video that's an introductory video. Um, that's good. I mean, we're having little bits of conversation with these patients and our initial message goes along the lines of something like, you know, thank you for booking your video consultation for day X time Y. Um, to help us out before then, what would you like to change about your teeth and how would having perfect, uh, having a perfect smile make you feel? Something, Something like that. And what we're finding is even though patients aren't paying deposits for these video consults, 
their level of engagement at this stage is almost like the confirmation you get when a patient pays a deposit for a consultation. So the people who aren't engaging, who don't respond back, who we don't get a message back from, have been the ones who haven't dialed in and logged on at the time of the video consult. So we've had a few FDAs, um, but it's less of a big deal when it's a video consult. You wait five minutes, you get someone to give them a call. Um, if you've got no luck, you can just log off and go and have your lunch or you know go and do something else. Um, now we've got fallow time over here in the UK. Uh, it's a good use of some of the fallow time that you might have between patients. Um, and if the person doesn't log on, it's not really that big a deal. You've not used any surgery space or surgery time. Or, well, at least any of the sort of specific outgoings of having patients sat in your chair. Of course, it is still utilising time, but uh, it's just less expensive. So it's not as much of a big deal. Now, what I'm finding as well with the video consultations is there's always this worry. I mean, when I do podcast episodes, the podcast episodes I've done in person... I tend to get a better vibe from than the ones that I've done over Zoom, or at least that's what I initially thought. But actually, you know what? Over Zoom, it's it's getting easier to, to build rapport and, and chat and be relaxed because people are so used to video calls. And during these video consultations, I think actually it's a bit of a less tense, maybe less scary, I don't know, uh, environment or sort of interaction with the patient. So they tend to be a lot more relaxed. They tend to tend to be easier to build rapport and have a laugh and a joke with them because you're not in a dental surgery. You know, they're at their home or they're somewhere where they feel relaxed. So they tend to open up quite easily. They tend to be very open about their issues. And then actually converting them from the video console into a clinical consultation where they have to pay a deposit uh, is actually really, really easy. And you have to feel comfortable as the dentist mentioning the deposit. I think that's important. Now, what I do is I've got a member of staff on hand, sort of with the PDQ machine within earshot, who can then kind of bob in and then take the patient's details, full details or whatever, or transfer into the appointment book or however you want to do it, but then take the deposit and then confirm the appointment. I know there are other pieces of software that can, can do a lot more functionality for you but at the moment, we're just put, sort of uploading the patient's info into SOE, into Software of Excellence, um, at the time when they pay the deposit, and then getting them booked in that way. But we're finding that jump from, so the jump from marketing to video console is quite a small one, and people seem quite comfortable doing that. It's pretty easy. They have to be engaged in some form of communication prior to the video console. I think that's a way to confirm that they're going to show up but then also the jump from video consult to clinical consult is a small one. And I think that it's a lot easier from that respect. So, um, I mean, we'll see how the sort of jump from clinical consult onto actual uptake of treatment is. But I suspect it's actually going to be quite good because these patients who are now booking in for the clinical consults, they know the price, they know what the fees are. I mean, obviously, we, we need to do a clinical consultation to confirm things, to put a proper plan together, to do a, a sort of definitive diagnosis and all, all of the stuff that we have to do as dental professionals. But these little steps, I think, are easier to take. So the use of video technology and the, 
and the things that are in sort of well they've been available for a while but we may be more inclined to use them because of the circumstances are going to be here for for a long time to come so i think we all need to embrace them it's interesting because there's a there's a practice near me maison dental uh, i've tried to get alex on the podcast but he just will not come on he just doesn't want to talk on the podcast um now maison dental it was a practice that that i was potentially going to buy say five four or five years ago um didn't get round to doing it and I'm I'm a bit annoyed really not because of what Alex has done but just because I think it would have been a good idea from from a business point of view for me to to own that practice as well it's literally around the corner and I'd have I'd have brought the the two practices together now what Alex did is he initially went down the route of trying to sort of improve the practice with more traditional methods and then what he did about 4 years ago kind of a bit under the radar at the time he embraced Instagram, social media, and started to really hammer Instagram and build his Instagram profile. He now has a hundred and what thirty thousand followers on Instagram. He has patients coming from all over the country to see him. He visits uh, clinics in Manchester and London and sees patients in those. Um, and he's smashing it, he absolutely is smashing it uh, with the use of social media. Now, the, th- the reason this is relevant is because he is seeing patients that live quite far away often, he's been using video consultations and the use of video to do initial consultations for quite a long time. And he's been doing this for a while and he's really making a success of it. So I don't think it's any coincidence that he's managed to sort of build his brand and and build the practice so well using the kinds of technologies that I'm just coming around to realizing are so beneficial now. So I think if you're not using video technology, if you're not doing video consultations, it's definitely worth having a look. I don't think that should be the only route to uh, for new patients to come in. You know, we need to still try and ideally get the bums on seats, get them into the surgery. And if you've got somebody on the phone, and you, you know they're talking to the team at the front desk, I think their priority should be to get them into the surgery for a clinical consultation with a paid deposit. But if you've got some marketing out there that's got some automation behind it, that's linking to a piece of soft calendar software, then video consultations are real, especially on social media. I think sometimes social media marketing tends to attract people that might be a little bit less interested or less engaged, um, people who might accidentally book themselves in. And, you know, video consultations aren't that stressful for us. They don't take a huge amount of preparation and maybe it's a bit less of a big deal if we have a few time wasters that don't show up. Um, So, yeah, Add it to the arsenal of what your marketing does and what you offer your patients. I don't think you should be going down the line of saying, due to coronavirus, for your safety, we will do video consultations. I think it's just something we need to offer as an alternative, as an additional thing, something that's for your convenience, not for your safety. You know what? Our dental practice is a very safe place. And we're not doing this because we think it's risky for you to come. We're doing it because we respect your time we want to do something that's convenient for you and it's a very easy way for us to have a chat 
engage, see how we can help, see what options we've got. And from there, we'll bring you into a clinical consult and we'll get the ball rolling. Very effective marketing, very effective way to connect with prospective patients. And from what I can see so far, a very effective way to generate more inbound inquiries, more new patients, more consults, and effectively more revenue. So we'll uh, we'll see how we get on. Um, but yeah, just a few thoughts about that. Recommend you sort of take a look at it. Very easy to start. There's minimal sort of investment needed, um, and you can start straight away, and you can get the results that you need. Now I'm I'm working with a marketing team, Derek, uh, you know the the Facebook guru that a lot of people talk about, especially on. Um, the Grant uh, Macri's Facebook page, you know, Derek's name crops up a hell of a lot because he does know what he's doing. So a lot of our campaigns we've got at the moment are going through him um, and the link into the video consult. So um, yeah, good luck with that. I'll probably update a bit further if there's anything else I've learned, um, if there's anything else that crops up that I think it's important for us all to sort of realise or implement or change. And I'll also feed back on the sort of conversions that I'm getting, you know, are, are we seeing that these patients are, are taking us up on our treatment plan um, or not? You know, what's the what's the difference in conversion between the patients that are coming down this route versus the people that come down the different avenues? Uh, but yeah, we'll test it, and it's a, an interesting thing to to be checking. So keep well. Let me know how any of your marketing's going. Let me know if there's any topics you want me to cover, any people you want me to interview. Take care, everyone. It's Brad Thornton, Dental Business Podcast.